okay, you know, or Target, for example, well, how do you make sure that you're able to pull the picture, the title of the item, like the price? How do I pull that information? Well, we've actually been using AI to accurately mm. go in and pull that, like, and make sure it's updated um, in a way that we couldn't, like, 12 months ago. Hello, listeners, and welcome back once again to another interview episode of the Tech Your Business podcast. It's me, Peter, once again, and I have a guest, a special guest on the show today. Our guest today is Janae Goodin. Janae Goodin is one of us. Janae Goodin is a, it's an entrepreneur. You know, what we do is just we, we are really stubborn. <laughs> we leave comforts and then we try to solve problems other people have and enjoy the right route. So Janae Goodin is a pro project manager. She worked in corporates. She worked in higher education and also with nonprofits. But at a point, she had an issue. In a lot of times, we have issues and then we decide to solve our own problems and that leads to businesses we build. So Janae currently is the CEO of Big Ass Bag. So, <laughs> so that's the sign behind her. <laughs> so I saw Big Ass Bag online and I'm like, oh no, you have to be on the show. <laughs> and thankfully she's with us today. So welcome, Jenny. Hello. How are you guys doing, everyone, everywhere? <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Thank you. Fine. Thank you. So tell us a bit about yourself. Yeah, you did such a good job on the intro. Um, but like you said, my name is Janae. <laughs> I come from a, a project management background, specifically in IT. So I feel like I'm really good at problem solving, um, especially problem solving involving um, different elements that I know nothing about. <laughs> So I can, you know, kind of like research and, you know, figure it out, learn uh, what I need to know. Um, and then honestly, kind of how I, I got here, um, I guess it was December yeah, of 2021. I was trying to solve a problem and I can talk more about it if you want me to, but I was trying to solve a problem and I couldn't find a solution. So <laughs> I just solved it myself because that was easier. <laughs> <laughs> I know I know that feeling. So tell us about this problem. Tell us more about it. So I am a mom. I have two girls and two dogs. I'm also a dog mom. And uh, then I have a partner. And so it's our little family, I like to say, of, I mean, really, when you throw the dogs in there, of... <laughs> Well, six. Um, <laughs> and I'm just responsible for kind of, you know, doing everything, household procurement specialist. And I was getting ready for a wedding and the youngest was four at the time and she wanted to look like mommy and mommy was in the wedding. So I have my laptop open, literally 20 browser tabs, right? We've got like every store you can think of it's open and I'm trying to find um, just like a whole little outfit for this four-year-old so she could look like mommy. Winter wedding, little first stoles, you know. And I'm piecing together this outfit, a couple of things in each cart. I'm like control tapping back and forth. And I just kept <laughs> thinking this would be so much easier if I could just put this all in one place in a big ass bag. <laughs> so I was like, surely someone solved this. So, you know, I look, I couldn't find anything. Uh, and then a couple of days later, I was looking for some things for um, our dogs. And same thing. I had Chewy.com, PetSmart, like you <laughs> name it, it's open. And that's like when I realized I shop for everything that way. And then I just 
I couldn't let go of this problem <laughs> at that point. <laughs> hmm. So, big ass bag. So, so what does the what does big ass bag do? It's a great question. So, we're in beta, and we have a Google Chrome extension. And basically, what it does is, as you're shopping, instead of you having to, you know, leave your tab open and have like a few things, you know, when each store shopping cart, you can put products from different stores. In one place, a big ass bag. <laughs> and so the way I like to think about it is it's really solving um, it's really solving for problems, right? So think about people who um, are trying to compare products. Well, they're all in one place, so now you can compare them. Maybe you're trying to figure out if you want price, features, whatever. Um, people who are kind of, um, kind of trying to curate a collection. So we're a little bit in like kind of back to school um, time, like around these parts and especially like for freshmen, dorms, things like that. You know, all the things you need from your dorm, right? You want to make sure you're checking off all those boxes. Yeah. So you can, yeah. So you can, you can curate this collection, you know, of everything you need for your dorm room. Um, the third thing really is safe selections. This is big for me because I'm real good for like being on Instagram and say, oh, I want that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really want it. I just want to save it and then think about it. And so now you can just save it to your bab. Um, and then the last thing really is just kind of like sharing these lists. And so I mentioned I have two kids. One of them's got a birthday coming up. Guess what we did? We made a bab bag with everything she mm. wants in there. And I can share that with family and all these people who keep asking me what she wants. Christmas is coming up. And then the best part is as you add items to that bab, like, because you're going to want more stuff later, right? Um, Definitely. You can. Exactly. It updates in real time. So that's what's pretty cool about it. So I say it's kind of solving like those four, four problems specifically. Hmm. You know, the truth is I actually shop like that. There was a point I was shopping so much. The dispatch riders just knew my name. They're like, Mr. Banigo. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh, don't look at me. <laughs> And I'm like, I think I've overdone this. <laughs> I mean, it happens. It happens. <laughs> so and I can imagine because I always have a lot of tabs. Even right now, I have a lot of tabs open with things I want to buy. But I'm trying to decide, should I buy them or is it impulse and just there? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And what's really cool since we're in beta, um, it actually will be, I think, rolled out in a couple of weeks. Um, we're releasing like mm. a little price update. So think like, you know how Amazon will be like, that item is 27% lower. And you're like, now's the time. Um, <laughs> we'll be able to do that too, like with our app. So all those things you have just kind of chilling and sitting there where you're like, exactly. We can help you decide. <laughs> I'll tell you, just convince me. <laughs> there yeah. we go. That works. So at, at the start, I introduced you at a as a project manager, which you confirmed, but now you're talking about making a Chrome extension. How are you yes. doing this? Do you, do, I, do you have a background in tech or any VC investments or something? <laughs> yeah. So um, what's really interesting is project management is definitely different from product management, which is more of like what I'm doing now. Right. And so, um, but I will say my project management background, I feel like helped me with the product management background because um, I spent a lot of time, you know, like talking to folks like in IT and kind of understanding like what the specs were for a project. Um, one of the ones I worked on, this is going to sound really boring, but uh, it was at a university and it was decommissioning lifetime email because they decided that like when you graduate, you could just have your email address forever. And then two years later, they, just, they were like, psych, my bad. So we're actually not going to do that. 
And so it was, it was a lot to kind of like come in and, you know, take that away. And like, how do you set that up? And what does that look like on the backside? Um, it was pretty fun. And so I was able to kind of like take that knowledge and bring it over here. And so I feel like if you're going to be a product manager, the biggest thing you need to do is just become like an expert of what you're working on. So for me, that was e-commerce. That was, of course, like extensions, like in apps. Um, we're building our our iOS and Android app right now. Mm. Um, and um, no, no, I don't have any um, tech background other than that. I like to say I'm tech adjacent, but um, <laughs> I think, yeah, I think my superpower um, is that I can break anything. Uh, <laughs> I, I literally can break anything and I'm not afraid to. Um, and so just being able to kind of research and understand, okay, so you're a developer. This is how you're thinking about it, how you would use it. But like, here's how the av average mom would use this. And here's what she would do. That's like really helpful in figuring out, okay, so we actually need to move this button here, you know, and mm. I've been doing these interviews. That's what they said. So I found a, a CTO. Um, I actually okay. found it um, through through LinkedIn. Um, imagine that. <laughs> we, love, we love LinkedIn. Um, that's how I actually found my COO too. Um, LinkedIn's great, but, uh, I found him through there and then, um, he brought on my developer cause he had worked with him previously. And so just kind of being able to communicate with them has been helpful as far as building the prod, um, the product. And then you had asked about funding. So I found out about this wonderful, um, it's wonderful accelerator. It was called an idea accelerator. And the whole thing was, we're going to give you money just to explore your idea. Um, initially, mm -hmm. when I came up with it, I called this lady and I was like, how much would it cost to get an MVP built? I told her what I wanted to do. She came back and she's like, yeah, it'd be $50,000. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I don't have $50,000. <laughs> So I either A, need to find $50,000 or B, you know, get it done for cheaper. And so yeah. at the end of our call, she goes, you know, if there's this idea accelerator. They'll give you $5,000 to kind of explore your idea. And I'm like, well, what am I going to do with that? You just told me it's $50,000, but <laughs> I'm like, whatever, it's fine. I'll apply for it. Uh, it was due in like 24 hours. I applied, I got in mm. and yes, they gave me a $5,000 grant. So $5,000, I didn't have to pay back um, builders and backers. And I really credit that with kind of kickstarting me. So I took that $5,000 and I literally used it to build the Chrome extension. It was terrible. It was really base. <laughs> like, like only 200 stores worked sometimes, <laughs> but <laughs> it worked like, and I designed it. I'm not a designer. I don't need to be doing UI UX, uh, but <laughs> however, it worked enough where I could like put something in front of someone and give them a better idea of like what I was trying to do. So um, that helped me get into a few other accelerators. And to date, um, outside of that five grand, um, I put in 15 of my own money. And then um, I'm not saying you should do this, but I, I pulled for some places <laughs> from some savings. But if it works out, it was a good idea, right? Exactly. <laughs> uh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we've raised 200000 um in what we're calling our accelerator round um, of gotten some investment um like locally and then we're now raising um half a million five hundred thousand for our pre-seed um to really help us scale we've um, but we're using that two hundred thousand to like build out make the extension pretty it is now exactly. it's really pretty <laughs> most stores are working and then of course to do our our mobile app just because we did the google chrome extension because 
that was what that was what I could afford. <laughs> so, exactly. Need, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that's how I started, and that's where I'm at right now. No, and 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 what you just said just illustrated a lesson. I usually there's something I usually always say. It's one of my favorite things to say that done is better than perfect because perfect never yes. gets done. <laughs> okay. Like, can can we put that on a hat? Like next to the <laughs> because no, it's so true. It's so true. And as like an entrepreneur, like I feel like you look at all these things that are fully done and like they're perfectly curated and you don't realize like that person's literally been working on that, you know, for 10 years or exactly. they've taken something else they've already built and they've like, you know, done it into, you know, spun it into this, this new thing. And so you just, you have to be okay with like sucking. <laughs> That's the only way <laughs> exactly. you get better. <laughs> exactly. Just, just, just take that first step and you're good to go. It's a good yes. Another one, I can't remember it exactly, but if I remember it, I'll mention it. <laughs> so a lot of our listeners have ideas like you. A lot of our listeners, they, they own their businesses. Some of them are, some of them intend to start their businesses. But when they think of, okay, they, they probably met that person you met that said $50,000 and they're like, nope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> and they're like, nope. So, 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 so for someone like that, what can you tell them? What can you tell them so they can achieve what you've achieved so far? What steps, what initial steps can they take? Yeah. So I will tell you, I think being broke is like the secret sauce. If you have money, <laughs> you're going to, well, I mean, but it is, if you have money, you try to solve your problems with money, right? With money. Exactly. And, exactly. Yeah. And a lot of times, like you're going about it the wrong way. So now you're just wasting money. So what I would tell them is figure out how to bootstrap and like be really creative and like scrappy. I hate that word, but um, about how you can solve <laughs> this. So when I think about this, this is not my first kind of business foray. Uh, I used to own an aerial studio and I had an app created called Pole Notes because Pole Fitness Pole was really new and people were going to workshops and they were learning all these moves but there wasn't a great way to like kind of keep track of what you were learning. And so I had this app built and when I had the app go live, I had 500 people sign up on day one. Mm. Now, if I had a bunch of money that probably wouldn't have happened because I would have spent it on something else, but I didn't have any money. <laughs> so, and so I was like, okay, if I put an ad in this very niche specific, um, you know, program that's happening is $300. And at the time that was a lot of money for me, but it did. That got me my first, like, you know, my first 500 users. Um, you know, it's free to take your cards and like go stand outside the mall and be that annoying person who's handing out stuff. It's free to stalk people who have <laughs> podcasts <laughs> and ask them if they will let you on, you know, exactly. like there are, a thousand and one like free ways to do stuff. Like you can build community, you know, like whether that's through Reddit, Discord, um, you know, on social media, like that's free. And so I would just say like, don't get caught up in like, well, I need this amount of money to do this. Start thinking about what you can build now. And if you have a product that costs a bunch of money, um, I say then start building like a community around that product. So for me, 
my big thing, I feel like we serve moms and people who are household procurement specialists trying to, you know, like make sure everything happens. Okay, so let's build a community around moms. Um, and then that way you have this group who is there and supportive and ready to use your product and it didn't cost you anything. And you can take that to an investor and be like, okay, I got 50,000 people or, you know, I have 5,000 people, whatever it is. Um, see, they're on this waiting list. They're excited. They're ready. I need 10 grand to build this. That's nothing to them. So that's exactly. What exactly. So what you're saying is just be creative. And like I always say, if you don't have money, spend your time. Mm. Go to work. <laughs> yes. I mean, it is. You got, you got to pick one, money or time. <laughs> it's going to cost you one of those. Exactly. Exactly. So, so I was going through your LinkedIn and I saw you post out, how do you after this, um, <laughs> after we are done recording, I saw you post you made where it said, um, building a company is like working in the desert alone and every now and then someone punches you in the face. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so in building this, in building the big ass bag, how has tech in your words backhanded you while building this? Um, so all the time, because stuff keeps changing um case in point and this is less tech and more just like regulations <laughs> mm. um so <laughs> if you aren't familiar so one of our big tenets of how we wanted to kind of create community and bring people in was using like creators so on instagram tiktok you name it um there is a new regulation that just dropped um like basically in the u.s and now um, you have to disclose, which you should have been doing anyways. But like if you're a creator and it's like a partnership or an ad, you're supposed to disclose that. But now there is responsibility on the business's part to enforce that. And mm. if you don't, you can be fined if, you know, wow. for some reason you're a creator, yeah, or your Instagram. So it's like, okay. So I would say like backhanding you from the fact that there are all these little rules and regulations, of course, like when you create a website, you know, um, it's supposed to be... Um, ADA um, compliant, you know, like you put the pictures, you put the stuff up there, you have to go in and you can use AI to do it. I love AI, uh, <laughs> to, uh, you know, put the little description like of your picture, but you, you have to do that because some people are using screen readers and things like that. So I would say it's kind of one of those things where that's how you get backhanded because there are all these little boxes that you have to check and things that you have to make sure you're doing, but you're one person um, a lot of times or, you know, a very small team and we think, okay, well, I know I need to be doing this, but I'll do this later. And you think nobody's watching you, you know? And then that's where like, it randomly, like you being in the desert, no one's paying attention to me. <laughs> that's where the getting backhanded comes in. Cause it turns out somebody is, and they'll just exactly. come and punch you. <laughs> and you're like, oh, oh, okay. I'll get it together. <laughs> Fun times. But yes, that's, that's how, um, from my perspective. <laughs> you know, Funny enough, it's the regulations that are the big issue these days. Because just the day before yesterday, I was talking to a lawyer and she was telling me that in um, the US and Canada, they are, they are what they call it, bringing out new privacy laws. So there are like six new privacy laws coming out. And we already, like for, my, for Target ICT, I already have the GDPR rule. And I'm like, oh, I'll have to deal with six more. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and you're like... 
But why? And, and they'll, find you, they'll they'll find you. Uh, what are they called? Not patent trolls, but like I guess like the rules and regulations versions of that. Like they'll they'll find exactly, you. exactly. And start sending you letters, and you're like, oh, you're not compliant. You're not this. You're not that. <sighs> it's something else. It's really, really something else. But it's just <laughs> it's part of the game anyway. Part of the excitement, like I say. Something like that. <laughs> it's not just a word. <laughs> we'll take it. We'll take it. Yeah. So, so you mentioned um, at the beginning that you were shopping for your young, your daughters, and also for your dogs. And um, the problem you encountered doing that led you to start biggest biggest bag. And I know that being a parent can be extremely demanding. So you also talked about a um, chief procurement officer. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so how, how are you able to cope with that and still put so much energy in your business? Are there any tech tools you use to make your founder life easier? Um, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, like everyone else, I do use chat G- uh, GPT. Um, oh. <laughs> um, it's, and I, I want to clarify, it doesn't do the work for you. Um, answers are only good as the questions you input. Exactly. Um, I'm, I'm that that's just in any situation, chat GPT, uh, talking with mentors, talking with investors, <laughs> your answers are only <laughs> as good as your questions. Um, but like for me, it's kind of cut down on some of the, like, I guess like kind of like manual work. Like if I'm writing a blog post, I can ask for an outline, um, you mm-hmm. know, and then kind of go from there. Um, we've been kind of putting together these little quizzes. You remember like Buzzfeed would have like all those quizzes that people would take. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Which Harry Potter house are you? You know, (laughs) you would like take it and you would love it. and You would send it to your friends. I'm basically trying to recreate that with Bab. It's been pretty fun, but I've been using chat GPT to help. So for me, like that's a big one um, as far as like tech tools. And then um, this isn't, I guess like anything new or like revolutionary, but I put everything on the calendar. And Mm. when I say everything, like, I mean, everything. Um, My (laughs) older daughter works. I'm like, send me a calendar invite. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I do date night calendar invite. I'm blocking out these three hours so I can work on X, Y, Z calendar invite. And then um, for me, the other thing really is just like list. I try to, prioritize like the top two to three tasks that I have to get done today and make sure mm. this is the project management in me. Um, decomposition, <laughs> yay. Break it down, you know. Uh, <laughs> you, you break everything down. Um, but I tried to figure out how those, you know, two to three tasks, like how do they, um, you know, serve like the greater, bigger goal. And for us right now, that's 10,000 users by the end of Q4. So everything I do, mm. um, you know, needs to be a part of, you know, our strategy to reach that. Uh, and so I, I love it. I love a checklist. Like I said, it's not anything that's like crazy, but I use my, my little notes app on, on my iPad. Cause it also connects with my iPhone and then my MacBook. And then I got to do just pull it up and it's, it's everywhere. It's like Visa. Right? Uh, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, those are my big things. Uh, calendar, chat GPT. Um, oh, actually I have one more. Um, there is a website and it's video.ai. Can you tell I love AI? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's great. I think it's like vidyo.ai. And so you can take anything, any video and drop it in there. So we do mm-hmm. Instagram shopping lives. Um, I'm calling it shopping bab. Oh, 
like babble because we're just talking. Um, and <laughs> after I'm done, I can literally just drop, you know, that 25 minute video in there and it'll take it and it'll create little clips and it'll optimize wow. it for each social media platform. Yeah. And they give you like, I forget how many minutes, like free a month. Um, and then if you want to pay, it's like $29.99. But that way you're not in there having to cut and do all the stuff for like each social media thing. You can just take it drop it in there, get your little shorts, and then, you know, schedule them out and later or buffer or Hootsuite or whatever you use. So. <laughs> oh, that's, that's really interesting. When, when you talked about lists and the calendar, I, I almost laughed out because just a few months ago, I showed my friend, my friend saw my, I literally have a timetable because I forced myself to work during, from eight to four, I'm only working. So I have a timetable, okay. it blocks everything. I have a to-do wow. list that leads to that, um, links to that timetable. And my friend said, and said, oh, you live like a robot. <laughs> no, no, you're like, I live an organized life, okay? <laughs> Like, don't judge me. <laughs> and I told him, I told him my, my attention span is really, really short. So if I don't do it that way, I'm going to stay eight to five. I'm not going to do anything. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to no, do I mean, anything. It's hard. <laughs> Honestly. It's hard because everything feels like it needs to be done at once. And so, like, having a calendar, like, forces you to focus on the thing, like, for a single time, thing. Like, exactly. Just finish yeah. that thing before you move to the next. If not, normally I just touch this, touch this, touch this, touch this, and I don't do any of them. <laughs> and you're it's like, crazy. why is nothing done? Like, why is my squirrel brain? Like, nothing's done. See, yeah, yeah. Tell, tell your friend to leave you alone. <laughs> exactly. You should. <laughs> yeah. You should. Like, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. I got this. Tell, tell him you're successful. Like, you want to be like me? Exactly. <laughs> it, it, it works for me, honestly. <laughs> yeah, it works for have. me, so... So you mentioned chat GPT and you mentioned AI. And one thing I've noticed, a lot of people are afraid of AI. And it's actually Aww. good, really good to see someone really embracing it. Because I use chat GPT. Chat GPT. I take chat GPT like my assistant that I don't have to talk to. Uh -huh. <laughs> you can talk to chat. It's really funny. I've had some conversations with chat GPT. Really? <laughs> uh -huh. I have. We've exactly. Into it. So... So at the end of the day, I, I, I see that I can do a lot more. So maybe something I would have done in maybe three, four days. I can do it in an hour or two. And it's just so, so, so wonderful. And yes, I feel people shouldn't be scared of it because to me, it's just like it's just like a tool. It's like the computers when they were invented. They make us do things faster. So we'll just end up being more productive and have more time for ourselves <laughs> at the end of the day. Yeah. So, so did you incorporate anything with AI in the in Bigger's bag? Um, so we are. We're actually working on that on the back end. So my big mm. thing was before we could do like a big push, I needed ninety to ninety-five percent of the stores you went to to work, right? It's not a universal shopping cart if only, mm -hmm. you know, five hundred thousand stores work. Like that that was my my thing. Um and there were some things out there that you could use that said they were a universal shopping cart, but then you try to go support your local business or whatever. And like, you're like, store, I can't like, come on now y'all. So <laughs> that was, that was my, my big thing. Um, and this is actually kind of the opposite of walking through the desert and being punched in the face. Um, exactly. this was almost like walking through the desert and being handed like a glass of water. So initially when we were all kind of meeting and talking through how we would make, um, how we would make this work, um, our, our plan was very different than it is now. 
So chat GPT was not a thing um, back, you know, early 2022. Um, it totally mm -hmm. is now. And what's interesting is like, um, we have a couple of different things built on the back end um, to make sure stores are working. Um, the, in, like, well, Shopify, uh, BigCommerce, WooCommerce, these types of stores, like these are huge e-commerce platforms, um, platform, excuse me, um, for retailers. And they all have like pretty much like the same like schema when it comes to how they're set up. But there are like your Etsy's and your Walmart's and some of your bigger places. They just they just do their own thing. <laughs> you know, like, you know, I mean, they're, they're big enough that can. OK, you know, or Target, for example. Well, how do you make sure that you're able to pull the picture, the title of the item, like the price? How do I pull that information? Well, we've actually been using AI to accurately mm. go in and pull that like and make sure it's updated um, in a way that we couldn't like 12 months ago. And Whoa. so for me, yeah, like I love it. Um, and then we kind of talked about this earlier. I touched on this. I am not technical. <laughs> like I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm tech adjacent. I like to say, I mean, I'm technical ish. Um, but so for me pulling like CSS selector data, for example, um, you know, like if you're talking about scraping, um, I can do it with varying degrees of success, but do you know what is pretty much very accurate? ChatGPT. Nope. <laughs> I can I could literally like, you know, copy the information and put it in ChatGPT and say, Chat, I need this selector information. And it'll give it to me. And then I could go check. It is great. <laughs> so <laughs> like I, I can't say enough good things about AI. Um, so I mean, is that taking someone's job? Uh no, because someone still has to put that information in chat. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And they have to put the right information in to get the right answer. So, um, but yeah, so we're definitely, um, you know, without getting like too into the details, um, we're definitely on the back end, like utilizing AI and plan to do that more in the future. Um, one of the big things on our product roadmap is having like one touch checkout. So kind of after we solve this core cart organization problem and make it mm -hmm. so you can put all these different products in one place in a big aspect, uh, <laughs> eventually you'll be able to just click one button and check out for multiple stores. So you're only going to have to input your credit card information in once, but you'll still be the recipient of all like the emails and the return process and things like that. So I'm super excited um, to, wow. to make that work. Oh, so that's that's one one up for AI. <laughs> we love enough for AI because yes. like things that were difficult a year ago, they're just prompt and out. And like you said, it's it's really true. Yes, so some jobs are going to be lost, but end of the day, a lot of jobs are going to be created. Because when I tell people we have um, social media, social media came out, social media killed a lot of the newspapers. But now you have um, what do they call it? Content creators. You have digital yes. marketers. Things that didn't exist before have come out because of social mm -hmm. media. <laughs> so it's the same yes. thing with AI. Because for me, I just, I feel everything has a good part and I always want to look at that good part. That is um, a really, a really good like way to frame that. And I'm going to steal that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and whatever people are like anti-AI, I'm going to steal that as part of my, my argument. But like think about the jobs that will be created. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Hmm, so looking at your journey so far, if you were to start Bigger's bag again, what would you do differently? Um, uh, that's a good question. 
I think I would spend more time up front, um, kind of like collecting emails, like in building the community. Um, in the beginning, I was so like, I have to have something to show someone. Um, let me get this built. Um, and so that's literally what I used that $5,000 from um, Builders and Backers for. But if I had it to do all over again, um, what I probably would have done is had somebody create like the UI UX mock-up, like in Figma, you know, or something like mm -hmm. that, like where you can hit the buttons and kind of go through it and see how like it would potentially work. Cause that's very powerful, yeah. right? Like we're visual creatures. And then I would have taken the rest of that money and I would have run ads to, you know, <laughs> Hey, where it's coming, like sign up. So then I would have had this mock-up for what it should look like. And, you know, exactly. 5,000 emails um, or something like that. And I would have been able to take that to an investor and be like, okay, it's going to cost me $50,000. <laughs> here are, you know, 5,000 people who are ready to jump on it. Um, I totally, I totally would have, would have done it that way, but I was impatient and I was like, I need to <laughs> No, no, no honestly you know what you just mentioned i saw something like this too in a group and i've experienced this before too spent so much time building and at the end of the day if you had the community before you started building they'll tell you what would actually work for them because there was a group that um yeah because i'm in a group on facebook and they mentioned they say instead of building your product first of all the best thing you do is to build your landing page or your sales page put everything and they took it one step further, add a checkout button. Yes. <laughs> it doesn't even have to go anywhere. It doesn't have to go exactly. Many, but it doesn't, it doesn't, but you can, you can, you know, put stuff in there and see how many people are clicking on it. Exactly. And that right there is like so, your so, so when they concept. check out, they go to a page that tells them, Oh, okay. You can't check out now, but it's coming soon. But you've already collected their email from the checkout. And you see that those people are ready to pay you for the products. <laughs> Yeah, so that's a really, really brilliant, brilliant um, idea. That's a really brilliant idea. Okay, so I knew then when I know now. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Like they say, hindsight is twenty twenty. Yes, it is, man. <laughs> it's okay hindsight though. Yeah, so I see you're really involved with the Oklahoma Women in Tech organization. See a lot of yeah. meetings and everything. So tell me about that. Yeah, I would love to. So Oklahoma Women in Technology is really like this place that, um, well, it's an organization that was created to really like help, A, give like the younger generation of women um, some education, like, you know, in background and stuff like that, like in tech, because um, there weren't a lot of opportunities. My oldest took like a robotics class. And of course, she was the only girl in there and she was the only black girl <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, uh, we need to make it so like that, that that's not the norm, right? Um, that her being in there is the norm. Um, and then um, also just to give women um, who want to, you know, maybe change their career to technology, like a place to come like and learn and, um, you know, a place to form relationships with other women who are in technology. Just, you know, it's just it's just like camaraderie. Once again, we're back to community. And so my favorite thing um, that I do um, kind of like my big, my big thing with the organization. Um, I like to help every year. I'm the committee chair for our big gala and we use that to mm. raise money for all of the wonderful workshops we put on during the year. And then of course for scholarships. And so it's just, it's really, it's really cool to kind of <laughs> like see all the support, uh, that women in technology in Oklahoma, um, have and, 
you know, that there are, so I'm going to say this, whenever you think of tech, you usually think of like an old white man. Um, that generally speaking, exactly. like if you look at the statistics, <laughs> yeah, is like who it is. And so um, I think by giving women, giving people of color like a seat at the table, like you have this new perspective and way of solving problems. Um, and I think that that's, that's really important. And it's also equally important because there are people who are like myself tech adjacent, non-tech, <laughs> can break anything, as I like to call myself. And our perspective and our viewpoint on how to solve something um, is also going to be um, different. And, you know, with AI, for example, my CTO, I remember when we were talking through things, he looked at me, he goes, you know what? I like your idea. This is actually the best use case <laughs> scenario for AI. I would not have hmm. thought of this. So I think I think that that's, that that's really important. Um, but Oklahoma Women in Technology has been around for, um, I think, six, seven years now. And so um, some of my favorite group of ladies that I can just text and be like, I'm having a problem. I need this help <laughs> building this. And there's a big old network of people that I can, you know, access and who can connect me with someone who are a resource. So good stuff. No, honestly, because at the end of the day, building a business can really, really be lonely really, really be lonely. Like you said, working in the desert alone, that's how it feels a lot of the time. So you always need that community. You need people to support you. And you need role models, like you said, role models that look like you <laughs> to, make you, to make you know it's possible, to make you know whatever you want to do is possible. <clears throat> so you've talked about different ways of promoting a business. Um, I saw you on Reddit. You've talked about... <laughs> gathering emails, it talks about so many things. So what are some ways you would promote, not necessarily big as bag, but a business? Uh, what are some ways? Um, I think right now, kind of where we're at in society, people are really into like stories and like your personal story and being authentic. So if you have a business, you know, uh, maybe following like your journey, TikTok, social media, it doesn't matter, you know, like really like the behind the scenes stuff. Cause we always see like the person who's made it and they're like, I make 10 million a day. Mm. Great. Like talk to me when you had negative hundred dollars in your bank account, like <laughs> show me that part of your journey. Right. Cause now I'm rooting for you and I'm not mad that you're making 10 million a day. So, um, I think a great way to promote your business is really like just to kind of promote yourself, like in your journey. Um, and then I talked a lot about this before, but of course, like building community, um, so whatever that community is around your business. And I keep harping on this, um, because so Tyler Haney, who is the founder of outdoor voices, the, um, clothing company, um, it's like active wear she started by, um, creating community. So she would like, and, um, I don't think I'm going to get this wrong, but she would basically like have these little like active communities. So, you know, maybe people would like, I guess I like, get together to go run, or like play tennis mm -hmm. or do something like outdoors basically. But so then you've got these people who are bonded and connected by like a shared love of something. And then it's like, Hey, here's this thing that I did. <laughs> like, you know, you're, you're That's related. Also being, yeah. But the truth is like, if I don't know you, I don't care. But if I feel like I know you and I'm connected to you, then I'm more likely to listen to what you're saying. I'm more likely to use the thing that you're talking about you know, even if it's not perfect, like those types of things. So, you know, once again, like community. Um, and then of course, um, and this is just my personal thing. I made it a point, um, from where, from where I'm at to be literally 
at everything and take care, like take advantage of every speaking um, engagement, um, every tabling thing that I could do. Um, that's not a reality for everyone, I realize. But <laughs> if you keep seeing me, you're going to know what I'm talking about. You're going to know my face. When it comes time to talk about investment or like working with me, you're going to have a lot more trust because you know that I'm doing the work. So exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm and that, that's <laughs> yeah. So and, and that's really important. Although for introverts, that might be difficult because definitely you must be an extrovert from everything you said. Am I right? No, no, I am not. Um, on the Myers-Briggs personality <laughs> test, I am an INFJ, and we are introverts who mask as an extrovert. So please understand, I will go do the thing, and then I'm at home, and I'm just like, <laughs> don't talk to me. That's, that's, that's exactly me. I, I am um, INCG. <laughs> oh, okay. I, <laughs> I know your personality type. You, do you typically work home remotely? Yeah. Um, you do. I... I typically work remotely. Um, sometimes I will go to, I have a couple coffee shops that I love and I'll go work there. Um, on my TikTok, um, I'm about to create a whole category for this. Occasionally, I just like to film people who are like having a conference call, like on speaker and things like that in public. Um, a lot of that stuff really annoys me. And then I'll remember <laughs> why I never wanted to leave <laughs> in the first place. Like, why are you HR and talking about this on speaker in public? <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, typically speaking, I just either like work from home or like a coffee shop. There are some co-working spaces um, that occasionally I'll like drop in at, but that's hmm. not really like my jam because then everyone's like, hi, what are you doing? I'm like, <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so, yes. Hmm. That's 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 interesting. So what you mentioned um, 10,000 downloads by Q4. I heard that. So apart from that, what are your goals for Big As Bag over the short term, over the medium term and long term? Yeah. So the big ones, of course, 10,000 users by the end of Q4. Um, the other one is we want to go ahead and check that pre-revenue box and turn it to revenue. Post revenue. Mm -hmm. um, and so we're working on that now um, on the back end with some ads and affiliate stuff. So hoping to check that box and believe we will here um, before, of course, the end of the year. Um, and then the other thing is I have some kind of weird goals. We just hired PR. Um, I would love a Real Housewives <laughs> type of creator <laughs> spokesperson. Don't judge me. Uh, it's kind of my jam uh, to watch that. And then, um, you know, just some of like these big publications, like I, I want to be able to have on our website, you know, featured in, um, you know, mm. you know, the Today Show, like those types of things that social. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And then, of course, we're just creating our little community. So, you know, <laughs> uh, hoping to get a lot of traction there and, you know, a place where people can go and be like. So my kids are getting on my nerves and I just got this text message five minutes ago saying that my child needs this in 10 minutes because that literally is how it works <laughs> with <school laughs> and things they need. So, And I think you're really going on the right direction with the social proof and everything, because at the end of the day, we buy socially. For instance, if I want to buy something, I need to look at reviews. I need to know that other people are 
buying that thing and they have a good experience with it. Or there's really a crowd, because I mentioned it with someone else. Say, if, if you're going to buy a sandwich and there are two stands and one has three people and one has 20 people, I'm going to the 20 people stand. They're doing something right. <laughs> exactly. so that means... that, that's how you know if a restaurant's good. Like, you're like, what's going on? With <laughs> no, I exactly. remember I had a really bad experience once. I saw a restaurant and I went against that rule, and I've, I can't forget it till now. The food, I can't forget how dreadful the food was. <laughs> that must be one of the dogs. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Yeah, they're super huge. No, no, I, no, I hear right. hide rolled up in the background. She's messing with the. <laughs> Welcome to mom life. This is this is unscripted. This is real. <laughs> no, it's fine. I think I, I have a last at two boys sleeping right now, so he doesn't really have my time. <laughs> he doesn't really have my time at the moment. He does that too when he's looking for my attention. <laughs> Aww. Aww. Yeah, so all right, so it's been great talking to you. So is there anything you'd like to share with other listeners, maybe tech-adjacent people that have tech dreams that want to make real? Um, yeah, just, like, do it. <laughs> and don't limit yourself because you feel like you don't have, like, the technical background. Um, I cannot even begin to tell you the number of entrepreneurs and people that I've met who, quote-unquote, didn't, like, have the resume or, like, fit the, you know, check the boxes um, for the problem that they were solving. And what the problem really needed was someone outside of, you know, that, that normal, um, there's a lady I met, she has a degree in journalism, I think she said it was, and she was solving a very scientific problem. It's pretty cool. Um, but she was able to solve it because she would think in a way that like a chemist normally wouldn't. So, I mean, my big thing is like, if you want to do something, research the problem as much as possible. Um, keep talking to your, you know, potential user and like, you know, picking their brains, uh, and then figure out how you can start, um, for, for free, basically. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, and then also feel free to go download Big Ass Bag. We're in beta. <laughs> Literally www.bigassbag.com. You, you won't cool. forget it. Yeah, and when you say it, it'll make you smile. <laughs> so. No, honestly, the, the name actually just ticks. And what you said now is really true. More problems need outsiders to solve them. Because when you think of it, when you go to school to learn a skill, okay, for instance, I studied engineering, and um, we were taught this is done in this way, this is done in this way, and this is done in this way. If I try to practice, I'm going to try to do it in this way, this way, and that way. But someone from outside the engineering field will be like, yeah, why is, you can actually do it this way and it will still work because they don't have that constraint that the education puts on me. So that's really true. More problems need outsiders. So everybody, even though you have, you destroy every tech you touch. <laughs> Truth, man. <laughs> maybe, maybe I have a future in um, in risk management or, or uh, QAing tech. I don't know. <laughs> honestly, honestly. So, all right. So, thank you for being on the show today. So, you've mentioned your website, bigasbag.com. But how else can um, listeners reach you? Maybe social media or a personal website. Yeah, if they want to talk with you, they want to anything, partner with you, or anything else. Yeah, um, you can follow my entrepreneurial journey on TikTok because uh, <laughs> I'm chronicling in a very um, 
transparent, real way <laughs> what's happening. <laughs> and I'm just uh, Janae, Janae Sais Quoi um, on TikTok and also on um, on Instagram. I try to stay off Facebook. I hate Facebook, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Right. Sorry, Zuckerberg. But yeah. So, so that's, we can go, go on your website, we can go on your TikTok, and we can go on your Instagram. So we'll put all the links in the show notes below. All right. So thank you very much for coming on the Tech Your Business Show today. And thank you for sharing everything, everything yes, with no, us. Thank so, you for having me. This was fun. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It's a lot of fun. So thank you listeners for staying up, staying with us up to this point. And until next time, next week, when we have a solo episode, make sure you keep taking your business. Bye for now.